0: Well, the great celebrations of the month of June have now begun. We are just a mere 24 hours out from our good friend, Deacon Darren Balke, being ordained to the diaconate yesterday by Bishop Jugas. And yesterday in the beautiful ordination, right, the bishop entrusted the book of the Gospels to deacon and told him to go forward at the minister of the Gospels he has become. And he was so excited about it that he wanted to sing the Gospel today and has done it so beautifully. And it's uh, great to have him with us right after ordination. And of course, as we continue on with all the celebrations of June, just two weeks from yesterday, that young man over there, Deacon Joseph Waswall, will be ordained a priest, also at St. Mark's on that day. It's going to be wonderful. And... We've even grown in our numbers, as you may have noticed in the sanctuary. We have our seminarian for the summer, Mr. Luke Martin, who's sitting right back here, and also a good friend of Darren's from the seminary, Deacon Tom, who's down from the Diocese of Toledo. So as you can tell, we're growing and growing up here, and in fact, the rectory is kind of too full. Poor uh, Luke has to sleep on the floor, but it's okay. We're going to make this work. But it's so good and wonderful when we can all be together like this. Just pray for Luke because the poor guy is going to have to start listening to my stories all the time. Because I tell all these things about seminary and life and my niece and nephews and all this. and. Deacon uh, Balky and Deacon Waswell have gotten the point, you know, it's like they know, just like the priests when I was growing up, when you start to tell the same story over and over, tell them, just hold up the number of fingers of how many times I've told you this story. We used to get to the point with the priests that I was assigned to, I don't have enough hands, you know, just we keep going over and over these things. But there's a story that I like telling these guys, and especially as I was getting ready for this weekend, uh, in preparation for the ordination yesterday for this great feast of Corpus Christi, the most holy body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and even in preparation for Sacred Heart coming up this Friday, it's a line that when I was in seminary and I was assigned to hospital ministry for the year, there are four of us seminarians there and we had a Baptist chaplain who was our supervisor. And he used to say a lot of things, and I don't think I appreciated them all as much as I probably should have, but there was one he would repeat all the time that just keeps coming to my mind, especially in preparation for today. And that was a phrase that many of you probably know from an old uh, ad jingle commercial, and that was, it's like shake and bake, and I helped, right? Okay, you may remember that commercial, right, the little girl, cute as can be, mom made dinner, Fried chicken, shake and bake. She helped. Now, why do I even bring that up? Okay. When you look at the gospel today, and you think of everything that we're doing, right, we have in this gospel from St. Mark the institution narrative. These beautiful words that we know so well that are Jesus Christ himself, the second person of the most holy trinity, giving us himself in the blessed sacrament. And on the night he was betrayed at that. Giving us the Eucharist, his true, real, substantial presence among us, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. And when you look at this gospel, I think it's striking to see how many people he incorporates in bringing this about. He sends out disciples to get the room ready. He has a guy out there who's going to be carrying a jar of water. There's the master of the house who's loaning his upper room. And they're making the preparations for the Last Supper. Somebody's got to bring in the bread, got to bring in the wine. At the end of it all, when they're going out, they sing a hymn, which actually biblical scholars say was probably what we sang today as the responsorial psalm, Psalm 116. It was one of the Todah psalms, the psalms of thanksgiving. And there they go. They're all doing this together. And when you think about this greatest of all gifts that our Lord gives to us, giving us his, himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity, he doesn't just like snap his fingers and make it happen. He incorporates all of these other people, brings them in to the real world situation, right? Where there's noise, where there's yelling. Where, but it's so beautiful to think about that fact that our Lord doesn't somehow like, okay, we got to clear the whole slate. I'm going to do this magic trick for you. Rather, people are involved. It's like shake and bake, and I helped. And when you think about that, and even just where we are at this moment, you look around at all of this. You look around at the fact that there are many people in this church right now, many families, young and old, people all across the board. It takes all of us coming together, being in presence. Now, I'm not saying we just make this happen ourselves. We don't, right? It's, it's by the act of God that he gives us himself in the sacrament. But how incredible it is that he humbles himself to use us, right, for us to play our parts, to provide for all of this. I mean, you just think about this, all of this project, our beautiful grounds, this incredible church, all of this, it's a project that began, what, in 2006, and here we continue to go, striving to pay down the debt. I promise I'm not asking for money, but if you do want to give any, it's great. But, you know, you look at everything we've had to do to do this, and that's just a continuation of something that began back in the 1800s in this area of praising and worshiping our Lord. It's like shake and bake, and I helped. That we get to be a part of all of these things that our God gives to us, you know, of bringing forth the bread and the wine, of the fact of him coming into this. And when you think about the incredible nature of the ordinariness of it too. Now when you think about Corpus Christi, part of the tradition of this feast was a great Eucharistic miracle in Orvieto in Italy where there was a priest who was doubting the real presence of the Eucharist. And during the mass, when he broke the host, it began to bleed on the corporal. And you can even go to Italy now and see that corporal and see the bloodstains. But I will tell you, as incredible as that is and beautiful, it's an awesome miracle, I'm grateful it doesn't happen very much, right? And I say it and it sounds kind of funny, but it's so true. Because Jesus Christ wants to be with us, wants to enter into our daily lives, so much so that he gives us himself every single day in the Blessed Sacrament, that he waits there in the tabernacle for us to make a visit, that for 2,000 years he has remained with us. That he comes to be with us. That Are you ready for another corny phrase? You know, like when you go to a party and you forgot to bring something and you say, well, my presence is my present. Okay. Now you can say it to somebody else like, hey, it's okay. Your presence is my present. But it's true. Jesus wants to be with us. He wants to be in our presence to stay with us throughout the ages. Loves us so much That he doesn't want to abandon us, doesn't want to go away. That he is really and truly substantially present, body, blood, soul, and divinity throughout the ages. Staying with us because he loves us. Wants to be in the midst of all of this with us. And how incredible it is, too, that it's not in some superficial covering over sort of a way. You look back to the Old Testament and Moses sprinkling the blood on the people, right? And Hebrews talks about about that being able to purify how much more with the blood of Jesus Christ himself. And this is no Martin Luther phrase of we're just snow covered piles of dung. It's one of the things that he said. No, Jesus doesn't just cover over us. He enters into us. He wants that close relationship. He gives us himself to the point that we actually receive him, take him into ourselves. We become part of the body of Christ. He wants to be present with us. He wants to stay in the midst of all of this with us. And the incredible thing is, is that he doesn't just do it on his own, right? He created us without us, but he won't save us without us. He gives us the gift of his presence, but it's like shake and bake, and I helped. He offers us his presence, and my brothers and sisters in Christ, we offer him back ours. There's a lot of talk out there in the world of different surveys and statistics and, ah, Catholics don't believe what they used to and whatever percent really don't believe in Jesus' true presence. Okay, fine. Let's say there's a lot of people out there like that. But you know what? It's like Shake and Bake and I helped. How do we respond when something like that happens? We recognize the treasure that we have. That from the beginning, he has incorporated people with him. Sent out the disciples to prepare the room. Sent out his disciples to build up his parishes. Sent out his disciples into the world to sing hymns of thanksgiving, loving them so much to stay in the presence with them. And so how do we respond? We take to heart... We recognize the fact that it is like shake and bake, and I helped. That he calls us into this, and even if so many out there think that it's too good to be true, or it's beyond our knowledge, or whatever cynical phrase they may throw, the good news is that God remains with us that he's given us all of this, that he's given us his words in sacred scripture, that he's given us the matter and the form and all of the beauty of the sacraments and in particular, the source and summit of all the sacraments, the blessed sacrament, the holy Eucharist, his presence with us. And he's so good to not just drop it down from the sky, but to make it so, it's like shake and bake, and I helped. We all have our parts to play. You think about this Mass right now. The singing wouldn't be as loud if you weren't here. The place wouldn't be as full if you weren't here. The glory that you get to take out there with you wouldn't be taken out if you weren't here. Yes, He has to act first. He is God. He has put us here and He has given us the sacraments. And yet, the world is richer because He involves us too. And so the important thing is we face an incredible gift like this, one that is so good that this young man was willing to lay down his life for it yesterday as he was ordained a deacon, a gift that is so good that we continue to do what we can to leave an inheritance of the faith, a gift that is so good that we call it blessed, the blessed sacrament. My brothers and sisters in Christ, He has given us the gift of his presence. Let's pray for the grace to persevere that we may offer to him the gift of ours. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.